On New Year's Eve 2009, we decided to come up with goals, not resolutions, for the year ahead. We wanted to take control of our lives instead of sitting back and letting life happen to us or pass us by. Every year since, we've created a bucket list that encouraged each other and worked toward achieving our goals throughout the year. In 2012, we started to document our journey in our blog, The Great Goal Rush. I'm Chris. And I'm Lissa. And this is The Great Goal Rush Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Chris and Lissa's Great Goal Rush Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Chris, and sitting next to me, as always, is the beautiful, the amazing, the <laughs> one and only, Lissa. Hello! Hello, friends! It's been a while. Yep, we are back um, from, our, from a vacation. Uh, we just got back... Two days ago, uh, we had been gone for 10 days, and for those CrossFit chihuahuas who just so desperately wanted to listen to us last week, we had to apologize. We were too busy trying to breathe in Denver on vacation. Mm -hmm. Last Sunday, when we normally record our podcasts, we visited the Alpine Visitors Center in Rocky Mountain National Park which is 12,000 feet above sea level. So we were indeed struggling for air. Yeah, and where we currently are right now, the we are only 300, 300 feet mm-hmm. above sea level. So it was an issue. We learned about elevation we did. and altitude. And I'm very interested in it now. Um, so the way this podcast is going to go, we usually have an opening segment where we talk about whatever, and that may come. But And the second part is when I get nude. That's, that's when the podcast I- ends. <laughs> Anyway, uh, you can't see it, but oh, I'm I can right now. No, she's not. <laughs> Otherwise, this podcast would not be going on. We are going to um, break it up in two parts, and the first part is just going to be uh, our beginning, initial part of our vacation, which was in the city of Denver, and then the second part was in Estes Park, which was right next to Rocky Mountain National Park. Mm-hmm. So it's easier just to break up that way, and like I said, we'll get straight to it because. That's what really our time was consumed with the past 10 days. Yeah, it's been, it feels like we have been gone for the longest time. Our dog, one of our dogs looked like a totally different dog by the time we got back because his hair was so long. And uh, we had a really wonderful trip. And thanks to um, my parents, my we talked about going on a family vacation earlier this year. And uh, my dad was like, well, I'll pay for the spot. Let's choose a place and let's go. So that's what we did. Thankfully, you know, we we bought our tickets, our airplane tickets. We got the rental car for the week, so we contributed. But ultimately, my dad paid for the place, or my parents paid for the place that we stayed in outside of Rocky Mountain National Park for the week, and it was absolutely gorgeous. You're skipping ahead. Um. Oh, okay. Well, let's go back to Denver. Yeah, where, well, let's, so, let's go back to the genesis. And the genesis is both of us packed for 10 days but really we packed for like 20 and our suitcases days. were like they were so big and annoying and obnoxious i couldn't stand looking at them that's the start of this entire vacation well let's just say as so, we sit next to our suitcases right now as we empty. record this podcast so when my dad suggested colorado as a location i was all up on that because i had been i had been to denver before but chris hadn't been to denver and i really and wanted to go when the week was booked in Rocky Mountain National Park, we decided to go a couple of days early to Denver to explore the city because, again, Chris has not been to it, and I absolutely love the city. So it was an opportunity for me to show Chris some of the sites that I saw by myself and to now share those with him. So we stayed at an Airbnb in Capitol Hill close to Cheeseman, 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 whatever park, and had a really good time. It was 100 degrees... 90 ish, 9,500 degrees when we got there, which was actual reprieve from the 100 plus degree weather in the DC area, Mm -hmm. which includes humidity, which Denver didn't. So I was really looking forward to the no humidity in Denver. The issue we had, though, however, as perfect and beautiful as our Airbnb place was, they did not have air conditioning. They didn't have air conditioning. Apparently, it doesn't get that hot that often to invest in one. I don't know. Time to invest, fam. Whatever. Uh, we we explored the 
the downtown area. We're near Colfax Avenue and uh, explored the state capitol the first day, a few restaurants. I took him to uh, the ice cream place that sells cheddar cheese goldfish ice cream. Sounds terrible, but actually is not. And then... We actually, well, the first place we went to was the Denver Biscuit Oh, yeah, yeah. Which was a restaurant that just had these incredible biscuits, um, like sandwiches. And, oh, my God. Lissa posted a picture of the sandwich that I had, and it was so good. It was a, you know, really buttery, big buttery biscuit Mm. um, with fried chicken and and maple syrup and honey, butter, and... Vegan. Yeah, pickles. It was was fantastic. We actually went there twice. So our rental car company... Uh, I don't even know, customer service yep. uh, representative, she recommended we go to this place, and I had not been there before, and we really enjoyed it, especially um, we, <laughs> both Chris going. and I don't like to fly, and we take Xanax, or a form of it, whatever form the doctor gives us. Chris takes it on most flights. I try to not take it, but... I got extra nervous on the flight out because our flight was delayed for three hours because of a GPS issue. With the plane. So yeah. I was like, I, I take Xanax in case of emergencies, and that, that my friends, being trapped on a plane, <laughs> isn't in case of an emergency. But as a result of having Xanax, both of us get really hungry. Yep. I don't know if there's a, if that's like a side effect, but... I'm sure it is. Um, we, when we got to Denver, we were starving, and as you all know, I have been gluten-free the free since March and this was just a total abandonment of that concept and boy did it feel good <laughs> exactly <laughs> temporarily no regrets on that one no regrets and um yeah so that was the first day then we went to Red Rocks the following day pretty early I love being on east coast time when I'm in Ma- Mountain Standard or west coast like it is I love I, I like the idea of me being a morning person yeah. and getting a start. I like getting an early start to the day. And unfortunately, I like to sleep, so that's not often possible. But because Can't of the both. time change, I was able to be... Yeah, we were we were at Red Rocks... By 6. Yeah, working out by 6. But of course, our time, it was 8. Yeah, so... So still early, but... You know, we were excited because we wanted to, you know, see the sights and, you know. I figured that we would just hike around Red Rocks as I did by myself when I was there. But Chris saw the steps on Red Rocks and decided that that would be a prime opportunity for working out. Absolutely. And especially with the higher elevation. Yeah. That was weird. It was hard. I mean, anyone who's ever been to Denver or at a higher altitude, elevation, whatever, and you try to work out the hype is real like no one you know whoever says oh it's harder for people to run because if you've ever experienced it you'll understand it is rough getting used to that now it took probably three or four days for me to get used to it working out wise um but it's it's just strange it's it's weird like i could do you know i work out every day uh here and then i go out there and i run for let's just say two minutes and it feels like i ran for 20 it's just it's, it's harder brutal. to breathe a full breath and it didn't bother me so much in Denver it didn't bother me as much there but something else we noticed that there we don't sweat don't nearly sweat as much as back here and that's humidity for sure that's yeah. got to be humidity i mean we're closer to the sun out in Denver one um, night we went out and it was allegedly 90 degrees but it was as if there was no atmosphere there was no humidity in the air and it was at 90 degrees really comfortable yeah quick story quick story about me is i love to sweat when i'm supposed to so if i'm outside working out i want to sweat as much as humanly possible i really do if i am dressed up to go out or dressed up in like a suit i don't want to sweat at all so i don't want to go outside at all in denver we went out with um, some of Lissa's friends and we were outside and we checked the temperature and it was 90 degrees and it felt like it was 70. We were outside hanging out, having a good time. I wasn't remotely uh, close to being hot. Or it was just, it was perfect. It was 89 degrees to be exact uh, and it felt great. I really liked that. Um, but just to double back on some of the things we did on the first day as well, I wanna make sure we get to that. Um, the state capitol where I was able to go to the... The sea level Sea sign. level Yeah, I wanted to see that. 
Um, and then, you know, the things you would do in Denver, things you'd want to do, whether it's, you know, see Union Station, which was really cool. Like I said, the state, um, the elevation thing, the steps, whatever it's called. International Church of Cannabis, which is a decorated uh, it's an actual church, church that, that promotes cannabis usage, I think. I have been there. Inside of it. I was in there before, but they didn't let people come inside of it this time. So let's stop right where we are right now, yeah. because obviously when you think of Denver, you think of Colorado. Some people might think of marijuana and cannabis. Um, for those that know me, I am a big proponent of legalized marijuana. I think there's too many benefits for people um, with it. That being said, I am not a user, so I can't come out and I'm not going to, you know, say, oh, I smoke all the time. I don't. But when you look at things that are legal, like alcohol and tobacco, and they are proven to cause harm, you know, in all facets of life, I know marijuana can cause harm if you use it irresponsibly. However, like everything, exactly like sugar, like, you know, cholesterol and everything else what you're eating. But I think there are too many benefits for responsible cannabis use. So it, I really wanted to go out to Denver to see what it's like, to see how people consume marijuana, to see if there's just like a bunch of uh, potheads walking the streets, if there are people getting in crashes. I wanted to see it with my own eyes to see how you know a city that is making billions of dollars off of cannabis how they are able to function. And I have to tell you, I was I was shocked. It was it was nothing. Like we didn't Well, except for maybe the when we were hit by someone, our rental car was hit on the street, maybe they were high. Okay, hold on. You can't <laughs> say that. And then there was nothing that we saw. There was a time where we went to a restaurant. Now, granted, we parked on the street we had a humongous vehicle. It's a Nissan Armada or whatever it is. Uh, for those who don't know what type of vehicle that is, Google it. It's huge. It's on the street. Um, it appeared as though someone tried to parallel park and they couldn't and then they just drove off. I seriously and I'm highly doubt saying that it was that someone who you, was high. You're, you know, you you're were just looking for you were looking for crashes. No, but I think you're I think you're, you're that's such a, a reach a right drug now. Test? Or it could be a stupid ass person who doesn't know how to drive. Of course, but you were saying like your anecdotal evidence would No, I'm just saying like I was expecting when we went out there to see people stoned out of their minds walking on the street. And with the exception of maybe one or two people that we came across. Mm. I don't remember seeing any of that. Now, I go to DC at three o'clock in the afternoon and see uh, drunk motherfuckers walking down the street stumbling and not mm. homeless people. I'm talking like just people who are leaving the bar. I didn't see that in Denver and marijuana was legal. Um, so yeah, again, I think that's a reach. That's a big reach. I wasn't reaching your misunderstanding. I was joking that that was, that could have been the example. Anyway, I don't think that was. But. Oh, well, you wouldn't because your mind's already been made to not find out, find the any issues. No, it's it's not that. I didn't see it with my own eyes is my mm -hmm. point. So That's therefore all I'm it saying. doesn't exist. If you don't see it, then What's it that? Anecdotal evidence. Whatever. Anyway, do you want to talk about your uh, go completing a goal? Sure. Then talk about it. Uh, one of my goals was to go into, this is not this year's goal. No, it was 20, year. I think it was 2017. Yeah. I wanted to go into, uh, a dispensary, a, a cannabis dispensary. I wanted to see what the, what those stores look like. It's just, you know, you, you grow up your whole entire life, something is illegal. And then it's like, wait, you can actually go into these stores and buy this. It just seems so weird and foreign to me. So I wanted to do that. And we walked in, we got, we went to, um. A couple places. I'd probably mm -hmm. say about four, three or four. Um, and they're they're really interesting. I, I will say shout out to all the ones we walked into because they were very professional. Um, I didn't talk to anybody who was like, yeah, dude, it's so awesome. Marijuana is fantastic, man. Blaze up all the time. Everyone was just professional and everyone seemed very helpful. The first place we walked into was definitely more of like a boutique type place. 
And the first people we saw was like a really old couple. And that made me feel good because they were clearly there for, I don't think they were there to just get high. I think they were there for, I saw, I heard the guy talking to them about uh, pain relievers and stuff like that and how helpful that is. And it's like, sure, people could choose opioids or they could choose cannabis. And if you have to choose between the two, after we just talked about Xanax, I would say I would choose cannabis. But again, it is illegal here. So no one is given that option if they want to follow the law. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I had already been into a dispensary last time I bought salve. And I was like, eh, it's not, you know, wasn't very exciting for me. This time we bought a few edibles, relaxation, sleep for my mom because she cannot sleep. So we can discuss that at a later time, but it's um, it, it, it I'm I'm in a and I'm in a state of I have contradicting feelings about it because mm-hmm. like on one hand you have these people who are creating or taking advantage of the legalization of recreational marijuana, but then you have all of these people in jail, most of them people of color, who are in jail because of minor drug offenses. That That's is just right. like yep. one thing after another after another based on that first drug offense. So yep. it's like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. That That is my one thing. It's like, I, I couldn't imagine, let's say you are a three-time offender of selling weed and you're in jail for, let's just say, 10, 15 years. In Denver. Meanwhile, a white person with dreads can now... Don't, don't even go there. Stop. <laughs> it's just like... And then you realize that there are people out doing things legally... Now. That, now that you are in jail for for years. It, it's just... I don't understand how a state at that point can't look at the people who are in jail and say, if you are in jail for marijuana and marijuana only, you're out. And by the way, the same people who are in jail now could have been entrepreneurs in this environment. Uh, Absolutely. And should have been. Like, we have these weird arbitrary deadlines and dates and lines, and I get laws exist for a reason sometimes, but it's just like, what what are we doing to, to remedy the injustice that's happening. Yeah, and then you want to talk about people who like John Boehner, who used to serve um, for Congress, and he was staunchly against marijuana use, is now making millions of dollars as a strong advocate for it when he's outside of yeah. his you know, congressional job. Follow the money. And that, that to me, is bullshit. It's, that, to me, racist. sucks. It's racist. That's what it is. Well, I mean, you can get into you know, race if you really want to. We're not going to, but... You know, you see stuff like that, and it's frustrating. So I just, I think that marijuana should be legal all over the United States. Again, for responsible use of marijuana, um, I would advocate for that. You have been, and you've talked about it. I remember you writing a paper about it in college. Yep. I just, it's, it's baffles me that alcohol and tobacco can be legal and marijuana is not it's it's just crazy when you have doctors that prescribe uh cannabis in situations for for um for patients they don't prescribe alcohol they don't prescribe tobacco they prescribe certain forms of cannabis for pain or for you know uh dealing with anxiety or something and it's illegal. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's all about money. It's all about keeping people in prison. Um, and it's sad that we can't come together as a country and, and figure it out. Thankfully, we have a delegate who agrees with us. So we'll... You can say that, but it, when you it have one... continues to, to die. These, these updated uh, marijuana laws continue to die on, or have died on party line in Virginia, at least. Yep, and just, we won't say which party. I will Republicans. Hey, oh no. Um, Sorry. Which Calling it out. Seems kind of crazy. Anyway, so what else are we talking about? Well, I just wanted to go into that whole thing because I know people are like, well, you went to Denver. Did you do any marijuana? Well, again, I did not because I am not a position. I'm not in a position to. 
Chris has the natural high of my fumes. He just gets of high her of that. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me high and then I faint. Le- the only legal high. Yeah, the only legal high I get is her halitosis. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's so mean, but true. Ah, uh, yes. So, mm. I... I've always It's like after told... you brush your teeth and you go to sleep, <laughs> right before you go to sleep, and you're like, good night, you're like, <laughs> No, it's in the morning. <laughs> anyway, so I I do not do the drugs, and... I don't do the drugs? I, you don't dabble in I the drugs? I don't dabble. I don't... Actually, I, what I... Honestly, I have not... I'm not a smoker, and I don't like inhaling things sure. other than oxygen, so the idea no. of... Oxygen is my anti. <laughs> I mean, the idea of something other than oxygen filling my lungs does not sit well with me. And uh, the first time I ingested weed was in Amsterdam. I had a space cake, and it did not affect me at all, thankfully, because that could have been crazy. But I, I cu- coupled, you know, combined that aversion because I just don't particularly like drugs with <laughs> i don't particularly right. you make it sound like you've actually tried no i drugs. i am not experimental i should say an aversion to experimenting with drugs and also i don't my i feel like my body is very sensitive to drugs both prescri- prescribed and over the counter and the black market <laughs> oh black market you say yes mm-hmm. so i'm a little you know Actually. i don't like to mix vitamins i don't like to mix like like pain, like headache, like Tylenol with so vitamins. Stupid. Like I'm very, I'm very concerned about mixing stuff. So, but you know, I let loose a little bit because we were in Denver and I decided to take what was, I don't, five milligrams of uh, an edible, chocolate edible THC, five grams of THC, and then I forget how much It CBD. was five grams of THC and 25 grams of CBD. But like a CBD is legal in Virginia, and yes. it's something that I, I don't take often, mm-hmm. but I have in the past, and it hasn't affected me whatsoever. But also, you never had 25 grams in such a small little thing with I, THC mixed? I don't think you have. I bet I have had CBD. I have CBD in my tea. There's tea I have with CBD, and I have to look at the, the milligrams. But no, anyway. but you mix that with THC. Sure, but really, again, back to the mixing. This is why I don't do it. Anyway, well, this so... This is a legal drug we're talking right now. Well, so. n- soon so to not the, be in Virginia. So the... Yeah, right. So the edible that you had was a little chocolate bite. But my point is, upon after after experiencing it, I did research, and five milligrams of THC is shit. Like, mm-hmm. it's nothing. Of course, it's small. But meanwhile... I'm sitting in bed eating chili and hold on. You had a you I had, had say, a I had an edible. I had a, It was a very small, like bite size, like not even a fun size thing. Yeah. It was well, how big would you just like a mini fun size Snickers. Yeah, it wasn't even that big. It was less yeah, than that. It was less than that. So I had that. And then Chris brought home food, and it was a relaxation one. So I didn't think, like, I, I thought, I've had a CBD bath bomb before, and it feels like my, my body parts are tingling. I thought that the relaxation edible would be the in same. my future. Mm-hmm. And so I'm almost done with my chili that Chris brought home, and all of a sudden I feel like my neck is burning, and mm-hmm. every body part that's touching the bed is on fire. And then I started all of the, all of my anxiety, which is just like, Came to the surface. Yeah, it just she was having a heart attack. Erupted. She was having a stroke. Yeah, she was having I, a spinal <laughs> stroke. She was having a, a a regular stroke. She was having a heart attack. She thought I was laughing at her when I wasn't. I was there trying to console her, and she was like, "No, no, you're not taking me seriously. I think I think this is it. I think this is going to be the moment. Like you need to understand. So when like you have to call nine one one, they know what to. It, it was it was everything that you thought it would be. It was like, anti relaxation. It was all oh all of my fear and anxiety just really bubbled up to the top and and my hypochondria was Mm. like at a thousand level Mm -hmm. and i was suffering from in my in my mind it felt like i had i had everything i had i had the meningitis i had yeah you had meningitis for about two minutes i had a stroke i thought maybe my brain was um, on fire no not on fire i thought it was swelling yeah that's right so then i worried that like all of these things i'm like telling chris i'm like something is not right something is not right before i before chris looked at me and he's like you're just feeling the effects of the thc the edible and i was like this is not possible Mm -hmm. this little amount of thc could not make me feel this bad why do i feel like this but your brain wouldn't even like 
come to a conclusion saying, well, I did just try something. Well, once you said that, then I was like, okay, maybe that's it. But why would that small amount make me feel this way? Obviously, because you're not used to anything well, at all. So therefore, the smallest amount will mess you up. My body, this is something unusual that needs to be examined by the med- medical field in the United States and <laughs> well, should be in the all the medical trade journals. When you got when you had the edible, uh, when we bought it, the guy said the high is for two hours. So I knew like it was it, once she started reacting the way she did, it was like, okay. She took it like thirty minutes ago, so it was gonna be like an hour and thirty minutes of this. It's basically just talking you down from the ledge and saying you're gonna be fine. Why it's just would a matter I need to be talked down from a ledge? It was because you thought you had meningitis no, no. and a spinal stroke. I know that, but why did I have? Why did it cause me to get that way? Is my point? I, I just think that drugs uh, affect people in different ways, and this one obviously was a bad way for you. And so, what consisted for the next hour and a half was eventually when she stopped thinking that she was dying in the next two seconds, she started staring out the window for, I'd say, about a minute and a half before she blinked. And then she would blink and realize that she was still alive and she would rub her neck. And then my she, neck felt like it was right. on fire. And then she went right back to looking outside and staring without blinking for a minute and a half. And then she would blink and rub her neck. And staring. I, you stared outside. Staring you outside, did not blink. Staring outside was the only thing that could... Would for like an was, hour... I'm sorry, for like a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. And then you would catch yourself like, oh, I think I need to blink. And then you would rub your neck again. And that went on for, I'd say about 35 minutes. And then like you could see you were coming down from whatever effects that you were having. And and you were joking a little bit. And you were like, well, that that wasn't cool. That wasn't whatever. And you could tell you were, you know, coming back on down. Looking outside was the only thing that grounded me. I The first thing I felt was dizzy. And I felt like... I felt like I had vertigo, which I suffer from. So yep. to feel like that was terrible. Then my head started feeling a lot of pressure. So then I thought it felt like I was getting a migraine, that pressure of a migraine, but not the headache. So then it was like, what, who, what person would pay their good money to feel this way? Mm-hmm. To feel all of the pain they normally feel, like amplified all of my pain and sensation, especially when it's supposed negative. to be relaxed and chill. Yeah, I was not. not I was not relaxed. From I was. It. it was like seriously. They. It was the total opposite. It yep. was fear, and fear, and that's it. Fear and anxiety. Fear and anxiety. Yep. And I didn't need that to come bubble up, but it felt like a very spiritual experience afterwards. If you think about it, like all of your fears coming to the surface instead of suppressing them. Yep. Not that I ever suppress my fears no, and anxiety. You don't. Yeah. But. It was like a good, you kind got of it a, all out. like a ref, like a good experience, in, in so much as like, okay, well, there it all came to the surface. Now, now wanna, what? Now <laughs> you you don't want to know my weaknesses? Yeah. Like that's there. Here they all are. They're Those coming out. Confessions of your soul. Yeah, pretty much. And but again, I'm pretty um I'm pretty aware of what mm-hmm. what I'm afraid of. So that was. That was and then you went back to eating, and, and you then were afterwards, fine. <laughs> yeah, I ate the rest of the Doritos, and then whatever else we were eating. And then I started to feel fine. It, I had no lasting impact as far as like yeah, it was two hours. Headache, it literally was two hours. That was the time. But I definitely, I I definitely had a really bad experience. Yep. <laughs> She sure did. Yeah, and I hate that. That's annoying because I really wanted to just feel relaxed, and I this yeah, is why and, I don't do things. Well, this see, is why I don't experiment. And, and, and then the thing is, um, which we'll talk about later, but we did also buy a a joint for your mom for sleep and relaxation. It's a different brand. This one was something you smoke, and I really wanted you to try that because. With the edible, once you swallow it, that's it. You have to, whatever effects is going to happen to you, it's going to happen to you. With a joint, it's you take one puff and you just stop. And it's like, okay, let's see what happens and how I feel. And one puff would never give you the reaction of that that you had. So it was like, I know you had a bad reaction to that. um, And I would never say, well, just try another one, see what happens. Because obviously, like, hell no. But just taking a puff of something from a different brand, different company, um, a different um, flower anyway that was specifically for sleep and 
a deep relaxation, I think, would have done you really well, especially just with one puff. Yeah, but then we went the whole week without finding, getting a lighter. Well, we could have got a lighter. We decided not. And then my mom was, after hearing my experience, she was like, no, nah, nah, that's going to be a Yeah, no. that was the BS. I told you the other day, I wish you would not have told your mom that story. Oh, wow. Her mom has talked about smoking weed for sleeping for how long? A long time. Yeah, a long time. Over and over and over again. And then she got the opportunity to, and because mixture of Lissa telling her story and I think her just getting scared. She also has she a fear it. of mixing mixing things. But mixing vitamins. <laughs> it was just like, you know, you talked about it for so long, here's your opportunity. You're in a place where it is legal. All you're doing, you're not going out anywhere. No one's making, you know, no one's going to laugh at you because you're going to do that and then go to sleep. Do it. And she didn't. So that was a wasted joint. Not smoked at all. Rest in peace joint. Yeah. So damn sad. Oh, well. So I think that's the end of our cannabis talk for the... Yeah, I think that's it. it while we were in Denver, there were other opportunities for us to complete goals. Two of mine this year were able to be completed... Now, the rock climbing one, that's an easy thing that I could have done in in Manassas. But I was like, you know what? Colorado, it's done for its rock climbing scene. So why not complete this while we're there? And then the Stanley Hotel one, the... Well, you do know, you want to go into I will go into rock climbing. But, but just to say, like, I added the Stanley Hotel. Stan, so the Stanley Hotel is a hotel in Estes. And it is the hotel that inspired the Stephen King stayed in, and was he was inspired during his stay to write The Shining. I put that on my bucket list. Who knows why? I probably saw photos of it online somewhere. I was like, that would be awesome to go there. And then, as it turns out, we manifested it, and we did we? Yes, or we I, just and, went to it. And by <laughs> by manifesting it, I mean my dad brought up the idea of going to Rocky Mountain National Park and then staying in Estes, and I was like, oh my gosh. Here we go. I can complete that goal, which seemed like a long shot. Mm -hmm. So anyway, back to the rock climbing. We went to a place called The Spot in Denver, and it is a really cool gym in which you are not tethered. We did not wear helmets. I don't know mm -hmm. if Colorado or Virginia has different rules, but I'm pretty certain Virginia, if we were to rock climb at a gym in Virginia, we would have to wear helmets. And they had different levels of... Uh, difficulty with each of the climbs so you just stayed on the same color and climbed up the wall it's like one through five yes and like I think the one highest, being the easiest the highest I got was two I don't even know if I completed a two mm -hmm. but the ones were fun and it was a fun experience it was like after about 15 20 minutes it's like okay got that done and keep in mind we went to Red Rocks and exercise that morning mm -hmm. so I personally was a little bit sore and exhausted already so I don't know how much longer I would have been able to go. I there my nails are really long right now, so I'm gonna oh use that as an excuse for I couldn't uh, grab because you don't get gloves. You have to chalk your hands uh, up. I couldn't use my hands like I normally would when my nails are short to grab on. You could have no nails and you'd be you'd have the exact same experience you had. That's not true. I would have more grip. Okay, but, and you still would do the same thing that you did this time. You would not have been able to complete three no, if your nails were shorter. but I would have been more comfortable during my rock climbing. Would you have been able to complete three? Of course not. Okay, That's so not then the, you, you completed two, the ease, and that was good. The ease of one and two would have been, or I should say the comfort of one and two would have been increased had my nails been shorter but Understood. anyway the it was a fun experience and i don't know if you have anything to say about it because you were also you were pulled into it yeah i mean i i i thought it was a fun experience um i don't see how it could be something i would do more than like 25 minutes because after you you know after you do a couple like i did i completed a bunch of threes and got stuck on fours but it got to a point where I was like, well, this isn't fun for me. Like, I don't, I, it's like, I, I guess I could try to do it again. But like you said, it, there's discomfort. Hands it's, hurt. it's just, I don't know. I don't want to say it's it was boring, but it was just not terribly exciting. And you see some people who are like really into it. Well, because they're training for an actual Whatever they're rock. doing. I get it. But they're sitting down, they're looking at it like it's chess match. And they're like looking at 
trying to decide which one they're going to it's just like okay that's cool for you and i respect it and i'm glad you're having a good time but for me i was ready to roll i was trying to do a few i got a little panicky because the idea of the idea of being on a rock wall and just hanging kind of terrifies me good and i did try to do a few lower numbered ones that were like upside down and you fell immediately. I fell, but it's like, I, again, I, you get a little panic, panicky because it's like someone could be on a rock, not tethered, and fall to their death. Why would you think that in a place that's like so control? It was such an, a controlled course, environment. But- Why would you panic at that point? It's like walking down the street and saying someone could have a gun and shoot me right now. I don't know. It just was like... I, I'm a method actor, and oh, I was putting myself... Lord I'm Lord. the Daniel Day-Lewis of Is this the part where you get nude climbing. so we can end this podcast? <laughs> yeah. I was, I'm the Daniel Day-Lewis of rock climbing, and I really wanted to get into the, the spirit of it and pretend mm, like I was on the side of Then you should have cut your nails then. You should have cut your nails. No, see, this character has long nails. You should have been Lissa the Butcher. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you'd have been good. Yeah, Even so that better. that was that was a fun experience, and com- really completing it in the best location to complete to attend, to visit a rock climbing gym. So should we transition to the Rocky Mountain National Park? Sure. All right. So we well, do you want to mention it all? Hanging out with your friends? Um, I hung out with my friends. That's I love cool. my friends. All right. Um, shout out to your my friends. friends. All right, so then we went to Rocky Mountain National Park. Uh, we met your parents. We picked them up, and we drove about an hour and a half away to Estes Park, and we stayed at a place. It was a really nice place. Um, they had a shitty gym, but everything else was nice. <laughs> it was a really nice um, location right next to the park, like two minutes away from the park. Um, and for those who have been to Rocky Mountain National Park, I mean, it's beautiful. It. it the mountains are incredible, the, 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 the trees are incredible, the flowers are incredible, everything was just really pretty. Temperature was fantastic. Yeah, it was like 70, 80 degrees, yeah. a thunderstorm like in the middle of the day for about for like two seconds, yeah, go 10 away. 10 minutes and then go away. It, just, yeah. it was beautiful. The first, when we drove up there, it was raining and mm-hmm. you were in the front seat with me and there was this point where we're going up in elevation and then it like breaks open. And I was like, I know I said, holy shit, just because yeah. it was so so beautiful. You have these snow-covered mountains in the background and then these other, like, like other types of rocky formations. Mm-hmm. And then you have some water sometimes. And then you have the wildflowers that are blooming at this time of year. And it's just absolutely beautiful. You had your, uh, your trees. My, yes, my aspens, also known as quakies, I... I think the first time I saw aspens was in Tahoe, mm-hmm. and the I have to look. I don't have my phone with me, but the leaves on the trees—they're called quakies because they quake the way they shake. The they remind me of these little seashells that are often made into um, what's that thing outside? I have no idea what you're pointing at. The chimes, wind chimes. <laughs> They're often made into wind chimes. They're like these translucent, thin, round shells. And they there's something about the trees that like they move in that same way when the wind blows them. And I absolutely love them. So anyway, the I I looked I am I looked at a lot of quakies. Yep. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Yeah, they're actually pretty fun I love trees. them. They're yep. so beautiful. I wish that we had them. I don't know why they are as bountiful there mm-hmm. and not here. But I would love to go back to Colorado during the fall because all of the all of the al- hold on, aspens, those the alpines, all of the aspens turn bright yellow and they have this beautiful like white bark with black markings in it. Just beautiful yep. everything about that location beautiful weather yeah Flora, fauna and it really made um it really made me actually i don't know how you go there and and not be inspired to do more outside uh like if you live there i mean it's like everything is geared towards it prime outdoor weather you're talking about 70 80 degrees it colorado experiences like the most sunshine of 
tops on China Vinny's Like, I know it gets cold, and I know it snows there, and all that type of stuff. I get that. And sometimes, like, this in Denver, at least, like, the snow's melted by the time it's Mm -hmm. the afternoon. Like, it doesn't ruin... It doesn't ruin days and weeks like it does (laughs) here. It ruins months. Yeah. You can't even say days or weeks. And, like, it gets really cold here and gets really hot a couple of months a year, and it feels oppressive. Like, at this time of year... I love being outside and I can't even go outside because it's too hot. It's too humid. I can stare outside, but for the most part, it's like, I'm so uncomfortable outside. It's, it's really impossible. And the fact that I love being outside and I'm mm-hmm. not able to a couple months of the year, it stinks. I mean, give you a, a example. This morning at nine o'clock, it was 85 and it was humid. Like that's ridiculous. It's just it's just ridiculous. Eighty five is fine, but you had that humidity and the it humidity increased by like ten degrees. It's just slap just like, the skin off your face every single time you open the door. It's like oh god, shut the discomfort. door. Discomfort. That's yeah. the only way to describe it. And the yeah. fact that we were at a place that felt like fall, like the end of September, mm-hmm. early October. Yeah, it was cold. Like it when was, we woke up in the morning, it was like forty eight degrees or forty yeah something like that. It was it was cold. And then going up to, we drove up Trail Ridge Road and up at 12,000 feet, it was probably 40 or 50 degrees. Yeah. And we, because we were gone so long, Chris alluded to it earlier, we packed a lot because we were dealing with lows in the 30s, potentially highs in the 100s, like the 90s. So we packed like like, our entire wardrobe, layers and layers and layers. Summer to winter fall, like yeah no, I mean, winter like, is 30s some days we could have worn gloves in the morning yep no question about it and i brought a fall like a, a heavier fall jacket i didn't bring like a winter jacket but that i mean i i feel like i packed really well yep but but you also we used big bags yeah, yeah you had to bring everything you really had to bring everything um, so that was that was the biggest pain point probably of it was trip, for sure just like not knowing yep are just bringing as much as we possibly could but once we were there it was like it was really it was really special it was, it was nice. great it was a good time had a great time actually i miss those i miss the views already i've been bringing them up every day since we've been home and chris has been it's a little annoying yeah it's a little annoying i've been be- annoying him well no you just it's annoying because last week we uh, were that. in well it's annoying because i want to be back there and we're not so it's like okay well Yes, it's beautiful and amazing, and I wish I was there too, but guess what? We're here, so we need to take advantage and be happy that we're home. Yes. We uh, we saw elk. We did. We saw marmots, thank whatever God, they are. We, thank God we did not see a bear. We did not see a bear, but our neighbors said that mm, they, I don't believe on, I don't believe but the neighbors said that they had bear paw prints on their car. Yeah. That's, uh, we I saw squirrels. Or, sorry. Actually, they were high. <laughs> we saw... Um, chipmunks, which were the cutest little things I've ever seen. See that here. You don't see chipmunks here. Yes. There are no chipmunks in Virginia. That's not true. I used to see them at my parents' house. I have never seen a chipmunk in Virginia. Well, that sounds like you've been sheltered. No, I've, I lived farther out in the country than you I did. lived in a place that had woods in the title. I promise you, if I call my parents right now, they'll say that we used to see chipmunks a lot. Well, then they've all died since... 1985 because i have been living 1985 i had lived in the country since 1997 and had not seen well to be honest with you or to be fair where your house is you're not in the woods so you would not see them then how do i i'm across the street was across the street from a horse farm we saw deer all the time yeah deer is different because deer will jump out and across the road snapping turtles oh my god this is this argument is animals mm. at my place and yours Anyway, so... Is there a competition yes. all of a sudden? All right. <laughs> anyway, we saw a bunch of animals. We... What else did we do? We went to Bear Lake, did a hike, saw a couple more lakes that day. We did a hike in the meadows. We um, we kayaked on Lake Estes, which is a man-made lake, mm-hmm. but it was still a really funny time because it started to hail like 30 or 40 minutes into our trip so we're like getting rained on but it's sunny and the hail like the hail is coming down although i don't know if i saw actual hail pieces but oh i did the, it was heavy it enough that me. it was causing like big drops of yeah. water to pop up yeah. and was it later that day we went back to our place and it started hailing yep. really heavily yep. and i mean we don't get hailstorms like that no it these we these were don't. like 
You know those little butter balls you get at restaurants? No. On toast? They they scoop like like a melon ball. Like they yeah, were yeah, tiny. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they were they were big. They were big pieces of Yes, they're big pieces of hail hail and um but at the same time it was sunny. Mm-hmm. So it was funny to it was funny it to was experience sunny it. Funny. Sunny and funny. Yeah. And during so we would hang out, exercise, be active during the day, enjoy the beautiful weather, and then by the afternoon we would play some mean rounds of cards with all my right. parents. And here goes another story and of this. We stuff. lost all of the so games. So hold on, hold on, hold on. So we started off playing I taught Lisa how to play Gin Rummy five hundred. And for those who know how to play that, that game is pretty fun. Um, it goes by fairly fast. Um, and and then Lissa had mentioned she wanted to learn how to play euchre because her grandmother plays it with her great aunt, and they're really serious and they take it really seriously. And I, want, I think your dad really wanted us to learn how to yeah. play because he wanted to play. My as dad well. plays euchre. I've always been curious about it because I remember I remember camping trips when my parents, my dad would play with my grandma and whoever else was around, and I have tried to learn it. My, I've tried to learn it, and my grandma has tried to teach me in the past like five years. My grandma takes it so seriously that she like doesn't have time to teach us so she just like gets really frustrated and like dismisses us from the game because we are we are too stupid to play so this time around i was able to learn it and i think i i've i've i understand the concept of it now and i can play with my grandma yeah i understand the concept i don't really understand the scoring no um I happened to go after your mom and your mom just pulled every card out of her ass and it was so frustrating Mm -hmm. and for a game that's supposed to go fast like i get it like i'm okay if i make a mistake whatever but when it's your mom's turn she would wait for like what a minute and she would try to figure out what was the most important card and she would say it and she would wait and she would wait and then she would throw down a card that i the only card i did not want her to throw down and she just blasted us every single time your dad even said he had never seen anybody play this game as unlucky as me. That goes to say, like, that was just crap. But it's Chris, a fun game. Chris survived. Yep. The heartbreaks. Um, the beatings. Um, it's a fun game. I'm sure we're going to play it again with them. And, and wait till we go over to my parents' house mm-hmm. because I'm telling you, yeah. they're about that life. So we'll like have a good that. time there. Um, and they're, I personally find Gin Rummy 500 more fun. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's just, it's not as complicated. It's really simple to pick up and it's an ongoing game. Like it's no, like never ends. Yeah. It's not, well, it does. It ends at 500, but I don't like the left bower, right bower. This card is also a heart now. That's just nonsense. We're making up rules. It sounds made up, but yeah, that was fun. We, we found something new to do with our parents. So that's cool. So we would, yeah, be active during the day, come back and at night, eat, play cards, drink, and sometimes hang out in the jacuzzi, sometimes yep. not, and attempt to sleep at night. But I personally was having issues with breathing in the middle of the night. Every single night I was there, I thought I would be, I thought I would get used to it. I was fine during the day, which was weird. When we were at like, when we were hiking, I, you know, struggled like anyone else. But during the night, I couldn't get a full breath and it would mm-hmm. wake me up. And then I would get kind of panicky and then have to like calm myself into breathing normally and like try to do it all over again because I would wake up again like without being able to have a full breath. It was really strange, but and then at the same time, I had the most vivid dreams. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, so I didn't really get like a good like a comfortable night's sleep there. Um because think- of the breath thing and I yeah. Then I started, of course, because I'm a hypochondriac, started getting worried like I, it would never go away. But as soon as we got, <laughs> as soon as we were here, um, I had the best sleep I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. Um, another goal completed. Well, I had already completed it, but Lissa never saw me. Oh, was getting that's the pool right. uh, and swim so she could see that I can actually swim Yeah, now. Chris took lessons last year, and we've talked about it on a previous podcast that Chris couldn't swim, took lessons last year, learned how to swim. But I never saw him because we don't go to the pool and we don't really hang out that, on the water. Mm-hmm, and he, I took a video of him swimming from one end side to side of the pool. And maybe that'll get posted. Maybe not. I don't know. Chris don't brought his goggles because he knew that there would be a pool and he would be swimming in it. And I'm oh. so proud of him because he, I know what a huge fear this was of his. And he, he can now swim. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. I still need to tread, but 
I'm getting there. I, I am. It's a huge one. So much better than what I, I mean, I, I couldn't swim before. Now at least I can somewhat mm-hmm. swim. But so it cool. was good to see your progression because a couple of years ago, you would have never put your head underwater. Yeah, not even, not even close. I Call me crazy. I just don't like the feeling of not being able to breathe like you and, and sleeping. I just, the thought of putting my head underwater is like, for what? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see the benefit. But yeah, that was another goal. So that was cool. Um, random note, shout out to Denver for their alcoholic beverages that contain grapefruit because I am a big fan of the grapefruit and every place we went to had some alcoholic drink with some grapefruit mm-hmm. in it, heavily centered around the fruit that is grape. It was great. It was great. fantastic. I don't like grapefruit, but yeah. you do. And I saw there were, there were so many options oh, for you. So great. Come back to Virginia and it's crap. <laughs> yeah, Pumper. here ha- have this have this uh, beer here. It's delicious. It's we not. went to a brewery because we had to knock that off, and we had I had sour beer, and you had some other I don't know who grapefruit cares? beer. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it was grapefruit. There you go. But like, who cares about beer? Um, <laughs> really. The the. Most, like I said, the long shot goal that I completed this time around was going to the Stanley Hotel. And it is, as I already mentioned, the hotel that inspired Stephen King to write The Shining because he stayed there one year and it was the end of the season and he and his wife are the only people at the hotel. And he came up with the skeleton of The Shining story as he was staying there thinking about being isolated. and Place being haunted. Place being haunted. So we went there, we visited the outside, and then we went back at the, I think the day, a day later to mm-hmm. actually go to the whiskey bar, and we took our whiskey drinks. We Each of us got a different drink, which was nice because we could taste everyone's, the flavors. Sweet. And then, huh? Nothing. What were you, that we shared? Yeah, it's weird, man. I'm, I'm not trying to make this like a race thing, but that's white people do that, man. I don't... Share drink? Yes. If I we said, sip. Mom, try this, Mom, I'm like, ew, I don't know where your lips have been. I'm not <laughs> drinking your shit. Like, and y'all do that so like, oh, yeah, let me try, let me try, let me try. It's like, ugh, God. Well, as I used to tell my sister, we share the same germs. No, so you, do, no, you when don't. When we were little, we, yeah. I would All say... Right. Well, you we guys share, have graduated. It's fine. We share the same germs. Nah, I don't no like drinking else. after people. I don't like eating oh, after people. I didn't people. know that. Well, I mean, I did know that, but I didn't think you would care. Because I mean, I, again, I don't care. I, so clearly, I don't care. Everyone was, we were switching drinks around, Ugh. and everyone's putting their lips on yours. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, let's try it. I'm like, oh, black people don't do this. You're like, bartender, please provide me with a new glass. Oh, God. So I saw, like, where everyone's mouth was, and, like, where they sip from the glass, and so I'd make sure that there was, like, this one sliver <laughs> that no one touched. And I definitely didn't drink the very last bit of the drink because that's where oh the backwash is. Oh, my gosh. You and sharing drinks and toilet seats so that was that was really nice we we there's this beautiful patio deck area they have on the front of the hotel and you can see the mountain range in the downtown city and we sat there in the what 60 50 degree weather and just enjoyed our drinks mainly enjoyed all of us enjoyed chris's drink and then we ate at the hotel no paranormal activity spotted give me a break CrossFit Chihuahua was asked. I, oh, I received. Oh, God. <laughs> they asked, no, they received. There was there was nothing there. But then again, we were there during the day. That doesn't matter. I hear the you. spirits come out okay. at all times. I feel you. However, I know you uh-huh. will go there in the daytime, yeah. no problem. You will not go there at night. You're talking to you someone not who slept there in a haunted house overnight and with paranormal I'm sorry, quote, unquote, it's haunted the most house. haunted thing that's going to ever it. exist in this. That you didn't experience anything. You I did it. not experience anything. Cool. But anyway, didn't experience anything with Stanley. I tried to take some photos. No orbs were present. Mm-hmm. I did not feel any hair stand up on the back of my neck. I didn't feel hair standing on the back of my head either. Because I don't have any. Except when we all took a sip of your drink. Yeah, and you that, were... just, that was the vomit that came out of my mouth. I was possessed. But that was the last night before we left the next day. And I was so happy to be home because my little babies. Do I have any, hold on. Do I have anything else to say about the Stanley Hotel? Do you have anything else to say? No. That the. It wasn't even the place that the movie came from. My God, it was just the place that was inspired. I get it. That's fine. That's great. But He was inspired to write it, the book. But the movie was 
um, the movie was shot elsewhere in the, the, the hotel that they show in the movie, I think is based on a hotel in Yellowstone. So it is an entirely different look in the movie. But when Stephen King did the miniseries with Stephen Weber and Rebecca De Mornay, they filmed at the Stanley Hotel. Yep. And in addition to that, Dumb and Dumber scenes were filmed at the Stanley Hotel. I was more excited about that than anything else. Including the step scene, they yep. walk up, and then the hotel, the bar, which in which drink. he looks to the side and says, we landed on the moon, which yeah. is like... We landed on the moon! One of our favorites. Yes. But um, it was a really it was a really beautiful <laughs> night. <laughs> I love that movie so much. I love that movie so much. It's mm. so classic. It's so iconic. If you don't like Dumb and Dumber, don't talk to me. You're not my friend. It's <laughs> such a good... It's so funny. There are parts that really bother me, but... Mm-hmm. God damn yeah, it, it's, it's funny. A really, it's a really okay, good Okay, I'm one. sorry. Continue. It's like quoted at least once ah, But a there's week. so many good yeah. quotes. So if you were like, well, you got to erase those five quotes. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll give you 15 more that are just great. Like I regularly say, our pets' heads are falling off. Of course. There's, there's, I, I can tell you right now, it's every single week, especially with one of my coworkers, where we mess up on something and I always refer or reference back to Samsonite. Mm-hmm. I was way off. Yeah. I always and go back to that. he must work out. Yeah, of course. That's a constant. Yeah, of course. Anyway. As a matter of fact, I think I said that. <laughs> Wait, was it yesterday? No, nah, I'll, t- I'll tell you after the podcast. I don't want to say that. Anyway, so we got home and beautiful Southwest experience providing us with $75 each, $75 whatever vouchers Voucher. for the tardiness the first day. So who knows where we'll go next? Who knows? Who knows? Nowhere probably because we've already taken 10 days of the vacation. But the dogs, so happy to see them yesterday or yep. today. When did we get them? Yesterday. Yesterday, okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, little you lady, were really happy. To I see was them. really happy. <laughs> you don't even remember. When I you was got them. so happy to see them because they're my little babies and I miss them. And there were so many dogs in Denver mm-hmm. that I couldn't pet, so it was like I like to have my babies home. And you know, with every vacation that we take, I take something away from it that I want to incorporate into my life. Like it's a this vacation, like like others, I should say. I like to see sunsets and sunrises. I like to see stars. I like to wake up early i like to not be on my phone and what else do i like to do i think that's pretty much it as you far accomplish as everything. vacations go like that's generally when i come home i'm like how can i incorporate vacation into my daily life so i try to not use my phone i try to you know do all these things that make me feel like i'm on vacation without actually being on vacation um wah, wah, wah. but this trip though because it's the first trip in a while where we've been outside like hiking that it really makes me reflect on where we live and I don't know how much we can incorporate being outside into where we are now because it, like I've said already it can be so oppressive the heat and um but it really really makes me realize that I need to be in a place that encourages this type of like a, an outdoor healthy lifestyle so you're more apt to moving out of this area after well, this trip is what I you're mean, saying let's just say that the let's just say that with our you know we're we were able to refinance refinance our house our we're not as much underwater like it does loosen the belt a little bit so who knows like we're here because we've been kind of stuck here. So, we're here because our family's here. Well, our parents here. are here, but I mean, the point regardless is... Regardless if we were, quote unquote, stuck, that you always like to say, we are here because our family Sure, is here. but we were originally here for that reason. After year five, we were, or two, we were here because we were stuck here. So it doesn't make a... Di- look, there, were, there was no option to move or to even consider humor another another location because we would have literally been unable to so now that the as i said the the belt is a little bit loose you know it's something that we might be able to consider or even think about before for the last 10 plus years like i haven't even been able to think about it i haven't even bothered why would i look anywhere when we can't move so it's just a you know 
an enlightening experience. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. So, so, so profound. So, I mean, you've shook, shooketh, shooketh you my core. Yes. Um, what, do you, do, did you, do you have any thoughts about the experience, the trip, the outdoors? I mean, all the, uh, you, you said you everything. Do you agree with me? Do you disagree with me? Um, I like the area in which we live. Uh, I wish we could incorporate some of the things that we experienced there here. Like you said, mm-hmm. you kind of nailed everything. Um, but I do feel like we have done the East Coast thing for a long period of time. And if and when we ever decide to move, I, I'm more willing to move now than I ever have been. I've always said, like, I, East Coast is, is different, man. Um, it is, especially where we live. It's it great. Is, it's great, but it's high pressure. It is fast moving. It's um, expensive as It's expensive. Um, it's no joke. And the commutes are four fucking hours long. That's true. Um, and just seeing, even if we did something where it was like, okay, we're going to move out here for two years and then see where yeah, we are or I whatever. Know. I don't know. Who I mean, knows? That's but, the thing. It's just like we can be open more. We can actually consider it instead of not even, we weren't able to even think about it. I'm not saying we're moving tomorrow, but I'm just saying like. Yeah. I, it's just family is still here though. That yeah. is, that's a, that keeps me here. It keeps me like not even like entertaining something unless, you know, a job. Well, that's the thing. Opened up or something. Not moving just to move. You'd have to have a job opportunity. No, that's not true. How many people do you know just move just to move and then found a job yeah, but later? That's not how we are. No, no, so I'm just saying like that. that is. I know plenty of people who are like, you know what? I'm just gonna move here and then see what happens. It's like, how do you do that? That does not make me feel comfortable. No, it's almost it irresponsible, me. but I get it. People do it all the time. And people are very successful. So that was our trip. And lastly, mm. though I won't get into it, we will talk about this in a future podcast. I was selected to interview for the interim city council position in Manassas. You can't even mention this now. But I will just tease it. It didn't work out, and I will. The vacation is to blame. We'll talk about it in Hold the future. Hold on. No, see, this is why I said you can't mention this. The vacation is not to blame. My absence. No, the stupid ass city council is to blame. Not your vacation, not your absence, nothing like that. Okay. They are to blame. Anyway, my absence, my physical absence, even though Chris just like hijacked what I was trying to say, <laughs> my physical absence was the reason why I could not. Uh, go further down this path but again we'll talk about this in the future but i applied did i mention this before or did i think i did i did mention this on a previous podcast Mm. because you know my long-term goal is to be mayor of manassas just like it's just at the tip my fingertips but (laughs) uh anyway so that was that's that's something that happened on our trip that we'll discuss or didn't happen <laughs> yeah ex- exactly this is why you can't mention it at the end of our podcast i can mention anything i want to mention something else um hmm hmm it's great buffy right? watching buffy the vampire slayer what about season it? three it's a goal while it's given the heat this is the only time of year the heat and the cold that i can watch I can marathon. You watch more TV now TV. than you do throughout yeah. the course of the year. Yeah. Because I can't go outside. Yeah. And um, our dog Curly is really cute. That's something I'd like to talk about. Optimus is cute too in his own way. <sighs> I guess so. I gave Optimus a bath today and he was drinking his own bath water. So he's really cute when he... Okay, we're done. Okay. We're not talking I, I, anymore I mean, about our dogs. You asked we're, me to bring I things up. I said, and I, say something else, and now you're talking about our dog drinking his own bath water. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, that's our trip. That's our Denver discussion. Thank you for listening to over an hour um, of us ramble and sound stupid at times. But thank you for your support, CrossFit Chihuahuas. This is the time where we beg and plead that you go to whatever... Uh, podcast subscriber network that you listen to us on and give us a one star review one star only please because that makes us feel funny um makes us feel funny yeah it makes us feel funny like i i feel funny when someone gives me a not like funny like 
mm, I'm all I'm warm and fuzzy, <laughs> but like I laugh. I, I'm it makes me feel like, hey, we're we have some good comedy. You're yeah. entertained. So I like the one stars, and uh -huh. then what if you let's say like you you want to give us one star and then write like a couple sentences about how great we are, then mm -hmm. I I love that. But only how great I am, not Chris. That's fine. Just don't do story of my life. Just don't do <laughs> a five star and then say this show sucks. No, no, we want the opposite of that. Yeah. I want the one star and then the, um, what is it? Is it MLA format? <laughs> AP or oh, yeah, yeah, I guess. a 2000 word essay mm -hmm. about how Chris has voluptuous hair and Lissa has brown teeth. <laughs> That'd be great. One and halitosis. Those, one of those things is true. Um, the I, halitosis is good. Yes, that, that is true. Um, Surprised you haven't melted the microphone yet. Yeah, sometimes it stays under control. I don't know if I have anything else to say, and I think that you are done, because yeah. I'm going to tell you you're done. Uh, oh my god, <laughs> I'm done. Uh, it was great. It was great. It was great talking with you after all Good these god. days that we've been together talking to each other, and we finally can put it on a microphone. Because what's the point of living if you don't document it? Mm. I mean, yeah. Uh, thanks everyone for listening and have a great week. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Get outside. All right. See ya. Visit www.greatgoalrush.com for our bucket list archive. And if you want to follow us on social, you can find us on Facebook at Great Goal Rush. Thanks for listening.